My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 148 of The Kate Show. And today we're talking all about how to start an email list for your home industry business when you have got zilch, zero, nada people on your list. Now, this is a question that showed up in my inbox recently, and it's one that I've been asked many times over the past few years. It's something that every entrepreneur in the home industry should be asking, quite honestly. At this point, we all know that we can't rely on word-of-mouth referrals forever, and I'd wager to say that most of us at this point know that social media is not going to directly grow our businesses either. So then what? As we know, social media by itself is not a pipeline, nor is it a sales funnel. It is just part of a pipeline, part of a sales funnel. It's not the end-all, be-all. You don't own your social audience, but you do own your mailing list, or at least you will once you've built one, which means there's hope. Email addresses are currency to your design, staging, organizing, or workroom business, and that means you don't have to rely on your social media followers to somehow magically bring you new projects. If you don't have an email list, but you know that you should be using email marketing to bolster your business in the home industry, you might be feeling defeated or stuck or overwhelmed before you even begin. Today on The Kate Show, I'm sharing the exact steps to take if you want to get your first handful of email subscribers, whether you've been in business for years or your business just launched. Before we dive into all of that, I want to take a second shout out today to Allison Ruda for her review of the week. Allison says, the templates in Socialite Vault are fantastic. I love how you can easily download them to Canva with a click of a button and make them your own. I've only been a Socialite member for a few weeks, but I've already created three professional guides for my clients, and the time it took me to make them was about a third of the time it would have regularly. I've also gotten valuable feedback from Kate on my website. I have a background in marketing, so even if you're like me and technically you could do all of this on your own, it's so much easier and more efficient to have the templates and the heavy lifting done for you. We have enough to do as business owners and interior designers. Highly recommend giving this membership a try. Allison, thank you so much. And you know, honestly, guys, I love it when people who were marketers in their past lives and then, you know, became interior designers or home stagers and whatnot, give me this type of feedback because I do still see those people as my peers and my colleagues. And the fact that an interior designer who has never been a marketer and an interior designer who has been a marketer can both tell me, yes, this works. It works for me. It works for all these skill levels. That means we are doing what we set out to do in Socialite Vault. So thank you again, Allison. Really appreciate that. All right, guys, let's get into today's episode and get you started on building your email list from scratch. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. This episode of The Kate Show is brought to you by Side Door. As an interior designer, a home stager, a window treatment professional, or a home organizer, you deal with products every day, many of which your existing audience would love to own. 
If you're dreaming about selling product through your website or your social platforms, but you don't want to be bogged down by ordering, shipping, or keeping loads of inventory on hand, you need SideDoor. When SideDoor entered the home industry in early 2020, they changed everything. You guys know I am wild about SideDoor, and for good reason. They let you source and curate the perfect trade-only pieces for your customers' homes. With their seamless platform, you can create product collections really easily. Curate an entire room, specialize in a certain aesthetic, or simply create a collection of your favorite area rugs. Whatever you know your clients would love would make for a great side door collection. It's not rocket science, but it's also kind of genius. You set your prices, side door handles ordering and shipping, and you make money. Plus, you can sell each collection many times over, creating the perfect opportunity for reoccurring income. If you're ready to stop trading hours for dollars and truly scale your home industry business, now is the day to take action. Go to OnSideDoor.com to sign up with code KateTheSocialite. Now, back to today's episode. Okay, guys, question for you. Have you ever taken a ride on the overthinking merry-go-round? You know, that place you go when you're told that you need to send an email newsletter or do some form of email marketing, but you have no one to send those emails to. Therefore, you do nothing except constantly stress about it. That's the overthinking merry-go-round. And you could hop in at that merry-go-round for a lot of different reasons, but for the purposes of today's episode, we're talking about that frustrating feeling you get when you know there's something you should be doing to help grow your business, but you just can't get it kick-started. That's so frustrating, right? I mean, you might have a beautiful website with really great copy. You might have a perfectly curated Instagram feed, a well-honed Pinterest account, and all of those things are important and they're really valuable to your marketing, but none of them actually accomplish creating personal connection quite like an email does when it's directly from you. Before I dive into how you can get more email subscribers, though, I need to establish some ground rules with you because there are a lot of myths misconceptions and misunderstandings and dare I say a lot of misinformation out there when it comes to email marketing. So we're going to run through about six different things. The first thing is if you've served clients in the past or if you were contacted by leads who didn't hire you for whatever reason, you need to put those people on your mailing list because that means actually you do have a mailing list. It's just not official. It's not assembled. So start a spreadsheet, start gathering those emails, and if you use QuickBooks Online or some similar accounting software or a CRM, you can easily export contact information into a spreadsheet with just a few clicks. And you'll just need their email addresses. You could also grab their names if you have them or want them, but basically you just need their email addresses. So again, the email addresses of past clients and past leads. It's totally okay to email those people because they initiated contact with you. You are not cold emailing, you're not soliciting, you're not purchasing a list, you're not doing anything shady like that. The second thing is, if you are not automatically saving the information of people who complete that contact form on your website, you need to start doing that. Let me repeat that. If you have a contact form on your website, every time someone fills it out, you should be automatically collecting their name, email address, phone number, whatever else you're asking for, because that is another way to add to your mailing list. Now, the cool thing is Squarespace websites will let you automatically add those people to MailChimp right then and there, or it'll just save them all in a Google Sheet for you. If you use WordPress, you'll need to check into how your contact form plugin 
saves or transfers data. Maybe it will give you the option to save it and send it to MailChimp. Maybe it won't. And if it won't, you need to talk to your website designer about using a different plugin. Number three, if you are not asking for the email address of every lead who calls you, start doing that today. If someone calls you, before you end that call, say, hey, can I get your email address? I'd really like to follow up with you. If you decide you don't want to hear from me, you can always unsubscribe, but I would really love the chance to just stay in touch. The worst they can say is no, but most people have no problem and are very used to being asked for their email address. When you tell them why you want the email address, that will help because then they're like not thinking you're going to spam them. You're saying, really, I do just want to stay in touch with you and adding in, yeah, you can unsubscribe gives them peace of mind. So then number four, this is a big one. If you purchased an email list ever, or if you ever harvested business cards at various networking events, I'm sorry to say that you cannot use any of those contacts. You can only add people to your mailing list if they contacted you first or they opted into your list on their own via some sort of freebie, lead magnet event that you were hosting. You cannot contact people unless they give you permission to contact them. If you do purchase an email list and you attempt to use it, any reputable newsletter provider, whether it's Constant Contact, MailChimp, Flowdesk, they do have ways of figuring that out and it can get you banned from the internet as a business and that's not me exaggerating the can spam law of i believe it's 2006 really outlines this it is a huge deal so if anyone tries to sell you a list just know that they don't have your best interests at heart they're just trying to make a quick buck off you so just please be careful and then also, if you are at some sort of networking event, when we can have those again, right? Seems like a different life. Oh, so weird. Make sure that you are not just going from booth to booth, picking up people's business cards for whatever reason, because that is just weird. Okay, those are the acts of a desperate person, and you are not desperate. So what you can do is introduce yourself to other people who could potentially be your client. Like if you do commercial interior design and you're at an entrepreneurial trade show or something like that and you're just trying to connect with business owners who might need your services, you can certainly go introduce yourself and then give them one of your cards and ask them for one of theirs. If they give you one of their cards, that's different. Then you can add them to your mailing list, but you just don't want to walk around and pick up cards like you're picking flowers and then just think that people will be okay with hearing from you because they'll probably have no idea who you are. So it helps to have that face-to-face -face interaction if you can get it these days. <laughs> All right, so number five. Five and six are also really big deals, things that I get asked about a lot. Number five is if your mailing list contains your colleagues or your competitors, consider removing them. Why? Well, they're never going to hire you, obviously. And all they're going to do is skew your open rate metrics. So let me explain what that means. If you have your colleagues, so let's say you are a home stager, you've got a few of your home staging friends on your mailing list. You guys are just trying to support each other. It's all very nice. Well, they're probably going to open every single email you send because they like you. They know you. And your competitors will also open every email 
because they're trying to stay on top of what you're doing so they can figure out what their next move is, unfortunately. So the problem is you're going to have an open rate that is actually higher than what it is because you shouldn't care whether or not your competitors or your colleagues open your email newsletters, but you should care about whether or not your potential clients are opening it. So the best way to make sure your metrics don't get skewed or off kilter is to make sure your colleagues and competitors are not on your mailing list. All right, number six, if your mailing list largely contains friends and family, you actually don't have to remove them. Don't feel bad about it. These people can be great referral sources, so keep them on your list, unless, of course, they unsubscribe themselves, because who knows? They might forward your newsletter to someone who becomes your next favorite client. (laughs) So don't talk down on yourself like, oh my goodness, so like my mom and my cousins, they're on my mailing list, and (laughs) guys, we all have to start somewhere. It's okay. But how do you get people to sign up for your mailing list when you really are brand new to email marketing? Maybe you're also brand new to the industry, brand new to business in general. That can be kind of scary. Well, here is what you shouldn't do. (laughs) The first step, ironically, is to not use the phrase, sign up for my newsletter. I see this all the time on people's websites in the home industry. They just say, sign up for my newsletter. They bury it in the footer of their website where they have a tiny little button somewhere else on their site, which, I mean, it's so obscure. It's so hard to find. The invitation of sign up for my newsletter is about as interesting as watching your neighbor as he watches the grass grow. Like, what? (laughs) Boring. So instead, think about what your ideal client would find valuable. What would draw in the right leads to you like a magnet? Yes, that's why we refer to this as using a lead magnet. So here are some lead magnet topic ideas. But before I get into it, I do want to say a lot of you have already heard me talk about different lead magnet ideas. And don't worry, that is not what the rest of this episode is going to be all about because then I'm going to take it a step further. Once you have your lead magnet, what the heck do you do with it? We're going to talk about that. But first, for those of you who are like, I don't know what a lead magnet is, and I don't know what my options are, listen up. Here's the thing. You don't have to have more than one lead magnet on your website, but if you do feel the need to have more than one, that's okay. You might have a lead magnet for your consultancy. You might have a lead magnet for full-service interior design or professional organizing. You need one. You don't need more than one. But if you want more than one, you're allowed to do that. Okay? You are actually allowed to do that. But you need to avoid using cheapskate lead magnets, such as offering a quote-unquote free call or free consult or offering a discount. Offering a discount, offering anything for free that involves your direct one-on-one time is really going to hurt your brand. Now, if you're offering a promo code for some sort of online store or physical product store that you have, that's different. That makes sense. But the problem is offering a discount or a free consult is just going to successfully attract bargain hunters rather than the clients who will actually value your services and pay your rates. Now, aside from that, lead magnets can take on a lot of different formats. You'll need to choose the one that makes the most sense for your client and is also the easiest for you to create. You don't have to overcomplicate this. Video and PDF are the two most popular forms of lead magnets. 
So if you work in the DIY market, let's say you do virtual interior design, so your client is more of a DIY client, you could also do a third type of lead magnet, which is a BuzzFeed style quiz. But I do not recommend using quizzes as lead magnets if you're trying to target a high-end homeowner because that whole BuzzFeed Cosmo style quiz can actually, again, hurt your branding. Hey guys, I'm taking a break from this episode really quickly to share a resource with you that you would be crazy not to use. In fact, I'd be using this tool myself if I were a home industry pro. Why? Well, because I believe in scaling my business, not just in increasing my overhead or in constantly trading hours for dollars. And I bet you feel the same way. If you're ready to take your home industry business to the next level, you need to consider signing up for SideDoor. SideDoor is the only platform that lets you create a custom shop of your favorite trade-only products and sell them at your prices. You make the sale and they handle ordering and shipping. It does not get any more brilliant than this. So many of my listeners are already using SideDoor and my team has been busy helping people get SideDoor integrated with their websites. Because yes, you heard me correctly. You can sell side door collections through your own website and your own social platforms. Talk about an amazing branded experience, right? So if you're interested in scaling your business, go to onsidedoor.com and use code Kate the Socialite. Now, back to today's episode. So let's just go through the other two types of lead magnets because I know the majority of people who listen to this show are working with that mid to high to very high end homeowner. The first lead magnet idea is this. Create a guide on how your design, staging, or organizing process works, especially if you work with people who like to do heavy research or who tend to have larger budgets. So the thing I've noticed is people in the home industry who cater to that high-end client, their clients do a lot of research. Their clients are budget conscious, not because they have a small budget, but because that's how they got to where they are. They are always keeping track of where all the little pennies go. And if you create a guide on how your process works, you're going to help them do research on you. And you also get to control the narrative. Not that you should ever be obscure about what your process is, but actually the opposite, being very transparent about your process, what they can expect when they're working with you. What does the onboarding and offboarding look like? Things like that will give them peace of mind and help them feel really comfortable working with you. Also, just makes you really professional. So that type of lead magnet does work well as an ebook or a PDF, you know, something that you create in Canva. And it would also do well as like a three to five minute video. So you could do the two together, the PDF and the video, or you could do just the video or just the PDF. And with a video, it's something as simple as grab your phone, turn it horizontal, and start talking. Explain your process. And just be yourself because you are the work product. You are exactly what your clients are going to get, even if you're just offering virtual services. And by just, I don't mean to discount it. I mean, just as in you're never going to be face-to-face with them. Therefore, video is even more important because they are still going to need that human connection. All right, so that's the first lead magnet idea, creating a guide on how you work. The second lead magnet idea is to create a pricing or a budget guide. And this piggybacks off the idea that there are clients, regardless of their budget size, there will always be budget conscious. And it's also actually really good for clients who have smaller budgets 
those who plan to do their project in phases, those who are saving up, or those who just love to plan as much as possible beforehand. Again, kind of echoing that high-end homeowner, really want to plan it out, maybe a control freak, but not, not technically. They just want to know where their money is going and when and how it is being used to their benefit. So that type of lead magnet does work best as a PDF. So in that ebook or magazine format, something that you create in Canva. And it doesn't have to be really long. It just needs to be thorough. Now, once you've created your lead magnet, here's the part that so many people get frustrated with. What do you do next? You have this great lead magnet. It's been set up on your site. It's connected to MailChimp or whatever mass mailing platform you use. But now what? Well, you can't just let it sit on your website and hope the right people find it. So here is what you have to do. Create several graphics for each lead magnet and share them several times a month wherever your ideal client likes to hang out. So that would be Facebook, Instagram, Parler, LinkedIn, Pinterest. And the good thing with Pinterest is you don't have to repin the same graphic over and over. Pins have a very long lifespan. You just pin them once. Now, what you can do is create extra graphics for each lead magnet and then pin them because then you have a bunch of different pins that all link back to the same lead magnet, but they all look different, which is good because then you're just creating more facets to your diamond, more facets to your lead magnet diamond that will attract different people for different reasons. Now, here's the thing. When I said you need to go create graphics for your lead magnet, I know that some of you just groaned. You were like, what the heck? I don't have time. I'm not a graphic designer. I don't know what's going to look good. Well, here is the thing. You don't have to go nuts with this. Maybe you take a screenshot of the cover of your lead magnet, or maybe you just post the video. So if your lead magnet includes a video, what you can do is just post like a little piece of that video, or you could create a second video that's like 30 seconds long, and it's kind of a teaser for the main video. They don't get the main video unless they opt in with their email address. So that's another idea. But the reason why I say you need to create graphics or many little 30 second videos and then post them repeatedly on Facebook, Instagram, Parlor, LinkedIn, that's because people forget what you're offering. You have got to make sure that you are sharing it. Now, remember that you don't need to share your content on every social platform. You just need to show up consistently on the platforms that your ideal clients are already using, which means that if your ideal client is not active on LinkedIn, you don't need to be posting on LinkedIn. Same with Instagram, same with Facebook. It's a common misconception that you need to post constantly on all these different platforms. But the thing is, you don't need a blanket or umbrella approach to marketing, especially when it comes to social media. You need a pinpointed strategy. Go where your customers already are. Now, there's more you can do to further enhance your lead magnet's reach. In other words, to get more of the right people to see your lead magnet and opt in and grow your mailing list, you need to create a blog post that is around the same topic as your lead magnet. And then at the end of that blog post, add a link for them to go get your freebie, your lead magnet. That will allow your readers to opt in for the deeper information that your lead magnet provides. The blog post can be shared in all the places that I already mentioned. Facebook, Parler, Instagram, LinkedIn. As long as, again, your ideal client is using those platforms. If you can step outside your comfort zone once or twice a month, however, here's another thing. And this 
works like gangbusters, create a three-minute video that aligns with your lead magnet, even if your lead magnet is a video too. Like I said before, the idea of you could create a 30-second or, in this case, a three-minute video that people watch and at the end of it you tell them, hey, why don't you go opt in here because I have a slightly longer video that talks about X, Y, and Z right over here. Well, that is great because then people are seeing your face, they're hearing your voice, they're starting to develop a relationship with you, quite honestly, and it works extremely well. And those mini videos can be posted on your Instagram feed. And if the video is over a minute long, it will need to be IGTV, but that is super easy to do as well. You can also share it to your stories. You can also add video pins on Pinterest. Now, again, you do not need to be doing all of those things. You don't need to create a three-minute video, a 30-second video, a 10-minute video. No, I want you to pick one thing that works for you, whatever is easiest. I know that none of these things are necessarily easy, but if business were easy, then more people would do it, right? (laughs) So in short, you need to do at least one, just one of the items I'm about to list, and you need to do it twice a month. So pick one of these to do twice a month. The first option is blog about something relevant that your ideal client would find interesting and that obviously makes sense for your business. So that would mean twice a month, write a blog post or twice a month, pin your lead magnet to Pinterest using a different graph each time, as well as make sure you pin any blog posts that you might have written because that's super important as well. So you could do that. The third thing is twice a month, make sure you share your lead magnet on social media. You could use the graphics, you could use the videos, you can do whatever the heck works for you, but you have to be talking about it. The fourth thing is create a mini video around your lead magnet topic. And then at the end of that mini video, you pitch the lead magnet. So say, hey, thanks so much for watching this short video. If you want more information on this, please go to mywebsite.com forward slash freebie, where you can opt in to get my more in-depth video that talks about X, Y, and Z. If you were to do that twice a month, even if you always ended with the same lead magnet offer, your mailing list would grow. That's just how it works, guys. So again, you don't have to do all four of these things. Now, you certainly can if you want, but if you were to just blog twice a month or create more graphics for Pinterest that link back to your blog posts, your lead magnets, that would work as well. Or if you wanted to share your lead magnet on social media twice a month, that's probably the easiest one, um, depending on how you do it, but it won't necessarily have as much impact as Pinterest or videos. So the fourth thing, again, was creating a mini video around the same topic as your lead magnet, and at the end of that video, you pitch the lead magnet. There you go. Voila. (laughs) Guys, email lists don't grow by themselves. If you have a lead magnet that's not generating any signups, Make sure that you're diligently promoting it and that it's easily visible on your website. By the way, rather than using a pop-up, place it on your homepage above the fold, which means when someone lands on your homepage, they can see your opt-in or your freebie without having to scroll down. That means above the fold. Now, if you've done all these things, you are sharing your lead magnet all over the place consistently, it's really easy to find on your website, and you're still not getting any email signups, you might need to reassess whether the design of your lead magnet, the topic, and the format are truly aligned with your ideal client's deepest needs. 
Now to all the Socialite Vault members who are listening right now, because I know there are many, I do consult with many of you on topics just like this. So if you're struggling in this area, if you're like, my lead magnet is just not being productive, I'm not sure what to do, just book a call with me or send me an email because that's why I'm here. That's why a marketing consultation comes standard with every Vault membership. Now, members, I also have one other thing I want to say to you, and non-members, just keep this in the back of your mind. If you really like the layout and the graphic design of the lead magnet templates that we have in Vault, but you're like, I, I need different verbiage or I need it on a slightly different topic. It just feels not quite me. Well, here's the trick. You can actually copy and paste anything that you like from the many, many newsletters that we offer and put that text into your lead magnet, which means you get to compile your own completely unique lead magnet without hiring a graphic designer or a copywriter. This little hack has helped more than a few members lately, so I just wanted to make sure I mentioned it here. Now, to all the future Vault members listening, please know that email marketing is the most important form of marketing that you can do for your business. It's the last step in a sales funnel, one that many entrepreneurs in the home industry tend to forget about. Make sure you stay two steps ahead of your industry by starting and growing your mailing list today. And be consistent with your emails. Once or twice a month is the perfect balance because it's frequent enough to stay top of mind, but not so frequent that you irritate people on your list. So there you have it. Now, I do have a few different resources for everyone listening to use for email marketing. Uh, and also, honestly, just for creating that lead magnet that <laughs> leads into your email marketing. The first one is Canva. I've mentioned that a few times. It's great, easy graphic design. Smart mockups is another thing that I use to create real life renderings of my ebook or my magazine. So that means I create the magazine in Canva, then I upload the cover to Smart Mockups. Just Google it, smartmockups.com, I believe. And from there, you can actually put the cover of your lead magnet on a real life magazine, and it looks like it really happened. I mean, it's very cool. Another thing would be Wave for editing and auto captioning videos. So if you want to do the video lead magnet route, you could totally use Wave. Again, just Google it. And then lastly, but the thing that I find to be the most helpful is Socialite Vault because it contains email newsletters that are already written, but you can customize them and send them. Plus, we have a lot of pre-designed lead magnets in Canva that you can use as part of that Vault membership too. So guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have questions, you know where to find me. You can go to socialitevault.com and use the chat feature. All right, guys, until next week, Keep your marketing simple, keep your message clear, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.